Hey guys, uh, welcome to Redeem LA podcast here in uh, LA and I'm in a set LA and uh, it's called The Encounter, guys. Welcome. This is our second podcast and today we will be speaking about uh, uh, Christmas. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy and kind of kind of funny, but yeah, we're going to talk about why we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas. Um, once again, this is not attacking anybody. <laughs> I hope you guys don't see it as an attack, but it's more to show you guys uh, where it comes from. Uh, where where everything comes because there should be a background to everything that we that, that that we do and for example we come to church because God says that we should come together in a temple and uh, you know let's not celebrate Christmas just because it's a fad or because it's cool or we get or we get a presents but let's do it for a good reason and uh, yeah let's start um, so I think I'm gonna go real fast because I don't I don't have too much but I do have a lot but in the biblical way. But I was looking at the history of Christmas, and I was seeing it that in, in, in Italy, bro, in Italy, like a long time ago, like in the 1400s, they were, they were, they were celebrating Christmas for, the, for, for uh, Saturnalia. I don't know if you have I've heard of it, right? And um, Saturnalia was a celebration of the, of the god of Saturn, right? So what happened was that in Italy, it became like everything upside down. So masters became slaves, and slaves became masters, and everything was backwards, almost like the purge. Right. So what what I was seeing here is is that um is that uh, they 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 did that during the week and then the day of of Saturnalia, which would be like the day of Christmas, it, it, which landed on the same day. By the way, they would they would uh they would choose a good looking young man. But this this is what hit me. Honestly, it hit me in, in the head. It said it said I was reading the paper and it said that it was a good looking man clothed in royal attire. And what, what would this young boy or young guy or young girl would do is that they could feast on any pleasure in the whole day. Any pleasure. They, can, they wanted to smoke, they can smoke. They wanted to, um, you know, fornicate, they can fornicate, anything. But at the end of the day, they had to commit suicide in the altar. And I was like, what the, you know, what, what's going on? I'm not saying that we're doing that today, but I'm just saying that these dates fall on the same dates that they do it in it. They used to do this on Italy. So I, w- I was seeing what, what hit me in, in the head is it's funny how they're looking for a young man. They're looking for a youth that is uh, clothed in royal attire. And what does the Bible said? That God has picked us up from where we were and given us royal clothes. So what are they looking at? They're looking at us. They want us spiritually, of course. Not They're not going to go and make you commit suicide. But they want what they want you to do is they want to get you because you have a promise and you have a royal promise. Make a fool out of you. And then let you kill yourself. So just the question then is, how did how did Christians begin to adopt this idea of Christmas? Right. Keep in mind that every every I guess every continent has their own version of of Christmas, like back in the 14, 1500s, right? Right. So and, and going off of what you were talking about about the Romans, right, and how they adapted. It. Apparently, the Christians, the Protestants, or Roman Catholics at that point, they weren't really Roman Catholics, and I guess they were being persecuted for following their beliefs in Jesus Christ. So they would then take advantage of the same day to celebrate mass, what they would call Christ mass, right? Uh, because they were, fear, they were in fear of being persecuted. So that's kind of how things like inadvertently snuck into to Christianity, we can call it. And, I, and it's crazy how sometimes we don't think about these things, how the world tries to sneak little things into our belief system and we don't even realize what's happening. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And look, uh, there was a person that asked me, Danny, why shouldn't we celebrate Christmas? And and we have to understand that it's not this. Uh, look, I think, I think I want, I don't want you guys to think I'm super like squared. And I don't want you guys to think that Jesus is squared because he's not, he loves you despite, 
the fact that you celebrate Christmas. He loves you. He wants, he's willing to forget. But in Deuteronomy 12, 29, it says this. When God, your God, cuts off the nations, those... Sorry. Let's, speak, let's go again. When God, your God, cuts off the nations whose land you are invading, shoves them out of your way so that you, you displace them and settle in their land, be careful that you don't get curious about what... Sorry, about them after they've been destroyed before you. I'm sorry. Don't get fascinated with their gods thinking, I wonder what it's like that for them. Worshiping their gods, and I'd like to try that for myself. Don't do this to God, your God. They will commit every imaginable abomination with their gods. God hates it with all uh, all, a passion. Sorry. And then it says, listen, why? They even set their children on fire as offerings to their gods. So, so uh, my my question is, Danny. But all I'm doing is getting getting what's it called? Getting uh, getting presents. Uh, I agree. I agree. You're not killing anybody, right? You're not. What I'm trying to say is, be careful where you where where you, where you land, because you inside are saying, "Oh, I'm doing this because of Jesus," or "I'm doing because this because I want to get a present." But you can get a present on March 25th, or every day, or every day. You I'm, know, I'm down for every day. You know, what my dad used to tell me. I promise, my dad used to tell me. Okay, you guys want to celebrate Christmas? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. He's like, okay, you guys get one gift a year. I was like, okay, and what's the what's the what's the other side? Or you guys can get a gift whenever you guys want. <laughs> Rather get a gift anytime I want, right? Or when the, when there was money, of course, right? But that's for a gift. That's not that shouldn't be a reason, right? And if I'm not wrong, we have a friend here. My friend here, um, you know, just came out of uh, celebrating Christmas, and you know, God changed him. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you what do you think, brother Sam here? Yeah, Sam. My, my friend Sam. Well, like for me, I remember growing up as a kid, I would always look forward to Christmas. You know, like you guys said, um, you know, for the gifts, I was me like, oh my God, Christmas is around the corner. What am I gonna get? You know, I remember my mom would like stuff the trees with like gifts, and I try to look for, you know, m- where mine was, and I'd like try to shake to see what I got. And also, like, my family members, too. Like, oh, what'd you guys get me? Or throughout the year, I'd tell them, like, hey, I want this. Or I'd throw them, like, subtle, like, hey, I like this or that. And, you know, as I grew older, the gifts kind of started to suck. Because, <laughs> you know, I wasn't a little kid anymore. I wouldn't get, like, let's say a toy or a video game. Now it was, like... You wanted a card? No, it was like clothes, you know, like, oh, here's like a gift card or here's like, oh, (laughs) funny experience. I remember an uncle of mine. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to my sister. (laughs) Literally, I I laugh every time I see my sister. She's in the room, by the way. She's probably looking at you. And um, this uncle, he bought my sister and my cousin the same gift, but it was, he gave my sister the shirt. And he gave my cousin the skirt. And <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, like, you're so cheap, you know? It's like, <laughs> at least like, it's your stories. Yeah. And I remember he got me a shirt that came with like a toy stuck to it. And I was just like, you couldn't, you couldn't have done like, you know, better. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, like I said, you know, as I started growing up, like, um, you kind of, you know, God sheds his light, you know, truth. And for me, like leaving Christmas, you know, with the whole decorating the tree, you know, the lights, it wasn't that hard. Like I said, growing up, like, I was just like, oh, okay, you know, the gifts, 
you know, like I said, they suck. Just like I didn't really look forward to it as much as when I was a kid. But I have a question. Do you think that if you didn't know the truth, would you celebrate it with your family? Like yeah, yeah, I would. You would, right? Yeah, because I mean, I remember growing up, my mom would be like, "Oh, I don't believe in Santa, but you know, celebrate Christmas because we're celebrating, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ." You know, and like most, you know, like religious people would be like, "Oh, you know, Santa, if you move a couple letters, it spells Satan," and it's like, "Oh, yeah. come on, dude!" Like, "Oh my God, I'm going to hell," you know, because of that. And it's like, yeah, like I said, if I didn't really know. Well, for me, I I felt like I wasn't doing anything wrong. You get me? So, so what changed? <clears throat> what changed that? I mean, why? Why did you? Why? How? Or how? Yeah, why? Why did you stop? Well, I mean, I came here to this church, and you guys, you know, kind of, well, you know, your dad, you know, the apostle, kind of said, "Oh, we don't celebrate Christmas here." You know, we don't believe in that. So, for me, it's like. All right, cool, whatever. Like, no yeah, no big deal. So, I was gonna say that there's a lot of people who um, do believe uh, or actually miss Christmas. Like, it's hard for them to let go of it because it's like a moment, in, um, I guess, like a time of the year where they feel like a lot of nostalgia and they feel very um, happy to be with their loved ones. Um, but technically, um, if we have the love of Christ in our hearts, we should feel this sense of joy and t togetherness all year long, every day of our lives, right? Uh, there would never be any sort of feeling missing from our life, which I guess it's not something that happens for Sam because he has the love of Christ. But um, yeah, a lot of people, they refuse to celebrate, to not celebrate this because of that, because of what they would be missing. So like a sense of, I need to fill in, like the the... the the being together kind of situation is that is that what, what, what you're referring to? No, I feel like that shouldn't be an issue. I feel like you shouldn't um, you shouldn't wait for, I guess, let's say I would say two days to celebrate. Like, oh my God, we're gonna be together as a family because literally around this time, like that, I wouldn't really see my family like the whole year. And Christmas came along, and it's like we'd all get together. We'd all, you know, let's say, you know talk about hey how, how's your life going how's this and that and it's like i feel like you shouldn't wait just for like one or two days out of the whole year to actually you know celebrate as a family i feel like you you have the you have the rest of the year to do that exactly and i see like that's like the biggest issue right now like people like deb said it's nostalgia people do it for memories people do it not the real reason as to they claim they do it. Like, for example, they say, I do it because we're celebrating the birth of Christ, right? Not only that, but that's not even what we should celebrate. The thing we should celebrate is his sacrifice, his death, because that is what saved us, gave us salvation. And I think that the biggest issue is that people don't know or understand that they need to let go of those times. The times when they were kids received gifts, things like that. And, and you know, that has to do a lot with people essentially being blinded to the truth, being blinded to what the word of God says, right? Uh, you know, the Bible talks about the lead beating the, the lead, ble, uh, leading the, no, sorry, the blind, blind leading the blind. blind. Yeah. There we go. Uh, thank you, Job. Um, and people just kind of celebrate things, whether it's Christmas. There's even people who celebrate, let's say, we're not, and let's not talk about that topic, but there's even people who celebrate Halloween and they're, they're believers of Christ. It's like, you know, 
have your eyes not been opened? You know, when, when God, when, if we accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, our eyes should have been opened. We should have been able to see what the Word of God says. And it's very, like, it's very clear, like you said. We should not be said, you know, yeah, great. Jesus was born. He came yeah. to life. But the most important thing, like you said, is his death because that is what caused God's plan to be fulfilled, right? Exactly. For the purpose of Jesus Christ, giving his life on Calvary was to bring us salvation. And many people overlook that. Many people forget that, you know, his death is the most important thing. And for example, the Holy Supper, when we commemorate his death and his sacrifice, you know, it's crazy because even in, in Holy Supper, communion, some people call it communion, we're remembering his death. Yeah. We're not remembering his birth in that. We could, but the Bible says, remember and rem do this in remembrance of me, remembering his sacrifice. And I think that's that's one of the, definitely the most important, most holy parts of our belief system is communion, right? Why do we need to add on to what the Bible has established by mixing it up with pagan beliefs or human beliefs or human thoughts and things like that? And, and people forget that. And we, we, get, we start getting blinded and we end up, going on the wrong paths in life. I agree. And, also, and, and I mean, with, with all this information said and everything, I think I want to I wanna just get across this. I mean, does that mean that if the rest of your family celebrates Christmas, are you going to put up a cross and throw, you know, holy water at oh, them and say, no, no, no. I mean, you have to be understand. You know, you know what I always think? How would Jesus act? Exactly. How would Jesus act if everybody celebrated something he didn't want to celebrate? Would he go? would go but let me read you a few verses john 8 3 1 if you stick with this living out i will tell you you are my disciples for sure then you will experience for yourselves the truth and the truth will set you free what does that mean that if we know the truth the truth will keep us free meaning free from pagan gods from beliefs from um, what's it called uh, celebrations but look but look what uh, hosea 4 6 says it says my people are destroyed my people perish for lack of knowledge because you have rejected my knowledge i reject you from being a priest to me and since you have forgotten the law of your god i will also forget your children so what danny danny i don't understand what you mean by that what it means is this if you know the truth stick to the truth if you know that this is wrong but you have you know you can go have dinner with your family go dude go have dinner but keep yourself centered of what you believe if you know and ignore it that's when the curse comes. And what happens? You become destroyed. You know, yeah, and you know, the, about the truth and the knowledge, it's a lot of people have these difficulties, right? Like they they may no, no longer celebrate Christmas because they understand what it means to not celebrate it and where its origins were. But then you're in, when you're young, you're kind of sometimes forced to go to these family events and there's families that's part of your family and they may still celebrate Christmas. Right. And so the question then is, how do you deal with that situation, right? How do you, how do you, how do you confront them? And, and I was reading uh, Acts, uh, was it Acts 14 or Acts 17 too, where Paul confronted the Pharisees on Sabbath day with scripture, you know? Right. And, and a lot of people tried to argue away Christmas by saying, hey, why are you celebrating Christmas? You're going to go to hell kind of thing, right? right. Or what, are you, what are you doing? It's a pagan holiday. Like, you're not going to help your family understand if you don't teach them with knowledge if you don't teach them with love because first corinthians also talks about that right like if you have knowledge but you don't have uh you don't have love then you're nothing right right so if you have the knowledge you need to add love to that knowledge and then let god 
help your family change. And I think that's such a difficult thing because, you know, you end up with your grandma, you end up at your uncle's house, you end up at your aunt's house, we're celebrating, and you're like, wait, I know that this is a pagan holiday. I know I shouldn't be doing this. What am I doing here? You know, with the Latino community eating tamales, right? And and, and boli or whatever it is for yes. Christmas, right? Uh, but people are conflicted. Young people are conflicted. And sometimes they're even conflicted with their own parents because maybe they come in from a household where their mom is Christian or dad is not or vice versa. And it's like, okay, how do I deal with this? So, I mean, like Sam, you were talking about how you were going with like your family, right? And 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 and, and you do stop celebrating, but do you find yourself that there's family that still celebrates Christmas? Yeah, I do. How, how do you deal with that? Um, I don't pay attention to them because it's like that's an easy answer. No, but like like you said, they they know the truth. You know, my whole family's Christian, but they choose not to. Right. You get me? It's like they pick and choose what they want. It's like, okay, I'm Christian, you know, yeah, we're celebrating Jesus, Jesus' birth, so that's my excuse to celebrate Christmas, you know, but it's like, like I said, you know, I, I, like, uh, I found it easier for me because I follow what the Bible says. If the Bible doesn't say it, I won't do it, but like I said, people find an excuse to do, to do it, to celebrate it. Right. I was going to share with you guys um, a scripture, Romans 14, 1. It says, welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see the things, so I'm sorry, who don't see things the way you do. And don't, don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with. Even when it seems that they are strong on opinions, but weak in the faith department. Remember that they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently, which I feel like is super nice and awesome. It's like a, a gentle reminder even to us to just because we know the truth and we've been exposed to it and we agree to it now. Um, not everybody is as strong or as knowledgeable. So to when other people have differing opinions, like I remember when Sam first came and he told us, we weren't like, oh, Sam, you suck, like leave, you know? No, of course not. We were just like, oh, sick, like, okay. And, you know, the truth was exposed to him and it was up to him to make that decision, you know, because nothing in Christ is forced. I agree. I completely agree. The same thing I always tell you, how would Jesus act? Exactly. Uh, with kindness. So, so I have a question, Danny, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, yeah. but so we're talking about like family that, you know, you're around with family that celebrates Christmas. What would you say to a, fa to, to a young person who doesn't celebrate Christmas, but is given a Christmas gift? Should they feel guilty? What do you, what do you think about that? Use it. Receive it, dude. Honestly. Yeah, accept if, it. If they gave me a PS5 for Christmas, send it, dude. You're not going to be like, take it back. No, yes. I would just be like, thank you very much, dude, and use it now. The the problem is, I, I think where it becomes a where it becomes um, it's because look, you guys understand, celebrating Christmas is not a sin. You see what I'm saying? It's not a sin. But for example, is hearing Drake a sin? No, not really. But what it manifests in your life is what you don't want. Do exactly. you see what I'm saying? Is it? Is are you gonna go to hell because you listen to Drake? Some people like uh, hearing secular music. And that's their permission with the Holy Spirit. You, you see what I'm saying? But the thing that I tell you guys, guys, be careful what you guys listen to. Because if you hear drugs, 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 and then you're smoking weed, I'm like, okay, well, that's, you've been literally hitting your mind with drugs all day. The same thing what happens. You receiving this, uh, you celebrating Christmas, imagine you celebrated this year. It's, it's fine. God will forgive you. God will, God will understand that you were in ignorance. The thing is that if you receive something, Take it as a regular gift. Take it as if it was a gift in January 3rd. That doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Just take it. 
they can say thank you very much. I don't celebrate Christmas, so the gift won't be coming back to you. But thank you very much. It's a one-way street on this <laughs> yeah. one. I'll take the PS5. I'll say thank you. You see what I'm saying? And, and I, have, I have a question here that they, they, they're asking. They're like, how do I tell my family and friends that I don't celebrate Christmas anymore? And I'll tell you the same thing. How would Jesus say that you're his son? No shame. Tell him. Yeah. Hey, yo, do you celebrate Honestly. Christmas? No. Oh, I don't know. I forget. They told me. I don't know. They told uh, Giselle. Uh, have you ever uh, have you ever celebrated Christmas? No, I've never. You don't have a good uh, what's it called? Childhood. 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 Yeah. And I told them I was like, bro, I had a great childhood, dude. I set things on fire. I broke things. I just didn't need Christmas in my life. I, and I think that I, I've just put here in bold. I put no shame because that's the way that God claims us. It doesn't matter how dirty we were. It doesn't matter what we came from. He always claims us by our name. Therefore, we claim Jesus the same way. And the Bible says, um, and uh, in the Bible says that in the end of times, if we, if we, uh, what's it called? If we don't claim God, like if we don't stand up for what God has put us, then He will reject us in the end time in front of His Father. So be careful. Do you celebrate Christmas? Nah, man. Why? They're like, nah, dude. You know, um, number one, Jesus wasn't born that day. Number two, I don't feel comfortable doing it. I feel like I don't need gifts down that day. And oh, uh, dude, you're boring. All right, bro. God bless. Now they, now they say why? That's when you come in and you speak to him about the about about the Bible. Essentially, just let your yes be yes and your no be no, right? I mean, a lot of people try to like skirt the question and the issue and like try to diplomatically get away from saying I don't celebrate Christmas. It's like, yeah, like you were saying, there's no shame. And if your yes is yes, then let your yes be yes and your no be no. There's no need to be warm, just be cold or hot. Essentially, is is what we're talking about. And I mean, I, I definitely understand. I don't know, Job. How, how do you deal with friends that like tell you, do you celebrate Christmas? Well, I just, I kind of just tell them the truth, kind of. I, I kind of explain myself, like, well, I've, I've, thank God I've grown in a, in a house where we don't celebrate Christmas, where we understood the truth, where we listened to preachings that would help us and things like that, and help us understand the truth of this pagan holiday. And when people ask me, I just explain myself. I tell them, well... History has shown that this this um, this holiday came from pag paganism, came from uh, really old, <laughs> really old uh, like stories and things that were made up, doctrines that were made up that are wrong. Right. For example, like it used to be uh, Constantine used to, he he when he converted, that's when he started putting in all these holidays and things and try to make them right with uh, the Roman uh, like empire, the things right. like that. And I explained to them why I don't, and I explained myself well enough so that they don't feel bad about it, so right. that they don't put themselves down or like, so they don't feel like they're horrific people because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to reflect God's love, right? And you have to do it with patience, with diligence, with right. God's love. In a way, you don't want to put your standard on other people's standard. Exactly. And which is which is the the, the number one thing that we don't even like people doing it on us. You know what I mean? When they go, oh, yo, you got to live this way. You're like, yo, don't tell me how to live. Be like, so same thing. Don't put your standard on other people. Do you celebrate Christmas? Nah, man, I don't believe in it. I don't remember forget. I'll never forget. In I went to Colfax Elementary. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Colfax Elementary, I, that's the elementary that that I would go to. And then they would tell me, hey, uh, you know, happy Christmas, you know, uh, what is it? 
Happy Christmas or Merry, Merry Christmas? Merry, Merry yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Merry. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's what you can tell I've never celebrated, right? But yeah. I said, oh, Merry Christmas. I was like, oh, I don't celebrate Christmas. Why not? Oh, it's not real. Turn around and laugh. As a <laughs> little kid. Drop the mic yeah. and walk away. And, and all the ki- all, all the people, all the people be like, oh my God, this kid, you know, what's wrong with him? But I, that's what, that's how the way I was formed, you know? But now that we're older and now that you people see us, for example, people, people see me and people ask me about advice. I can't give you guys my standard. If I give you my standard, you might not make it. You see what I'm saying? If I tell you, hey, Joab, church, every single day, all day, all time, what do we have? Monday practice, Tuesday things, Wednesday this, Wednesday, you guys are not going to make it. That's why, for me, is what God asked for me. My God asked for me to go to work, come to church, and figure something to give you guys out. Read the Bible as most as I can during the week. Not everybody can do it. Every standard to its place. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? My can, 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 my can I just add? I, I don't. Yeah. I'm thinking. Just what you were saying about the standard to its place. It's kind of like you know you don't you don't feed solid food to a you don't feed solid food to a baby. I agree. You have to adapt the knowledge and the way you transmit that knowledge to the audience that you're trying to convey it to. Right? If you're dealing with a 45 year old person that's been in Christ for like 10 years, first of all, you haven't figured it out. Yeah. Get it together. You know, <clears throat> no judgment though. Uh, I said that with love. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, you don't talk the same way to a 45-year-old as you do to a 20-year-old to you do a 10-year-old. You're not going to go and tell a 10-year-old as a 25-year-old man, like, why are you celebrating Christmas? You're going to hell. That's a pagan holiday. What's wrong with you? It's like, you know, you adapt, right? You adapt the knowledge and the, the, the scope of that knowledge to the age group that you're dealing with. Um, so yeah, I think we have to make, keep that in mind. People try to be a little, little too aggressive with people who are not ready to receive that aggressiveness. Um, so really, you do have to adapt. And that's kind of showing love too, really. Yeah, and I agree. And just just so we have everything clear, just because you celebrate Christmas doesn't mean you're going to go to hell. Keep that in mind. But Danny, so why can't I just keep celebrating Christmas? Because Daniel, the prophet, didn't eat what the king was giving to his people. Meaning that there's a reward for keeping yourself away from pagan things. You see what I'm saying? So, do you have to do it? No. You can celebrate Christmas. If I can be honest, when I open my Facebook and I see all the hermanas that follow me and befriend me, a lot of them have the little arbolito, you know, they have the little tree. But how? who am I to judge? Can you imagine when God opens up his book and sees my sins? He must be like, ooh. <laughs> and you're preaching? And you're advising? So who am I to judge? I say, God, it's your it's, it's your call. You judge. I don't want to judge people. Go ahead. My sister wants to say something. I was going to say that um, it's really important that we um, actually, like, if we believe this, let's say, like, uh, I don't I don't celebrate Christmas, that I actually believe it because I feel it in my heart. Because uh, I, I know a lot of people who have for years practiced, oh, no, Christmas is bad. Don't do Christmas. And then they leave church or they go to another ministry. And then all of a sudden, guess what? They're back to celebrating Christmas. So it was just because it's a trend here not to celebrate Christmas, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be whatever it is that you believe in your faith. That's what it should be. Rain, high rain, or what is it? Rain or shine. I'm not sure how you say that, but uh, yeah, it should be something that you're actually confident in and secure of. Like you understand, not just like, um, there's a song that I like that says like, Oh, like I learned to talk about like who you are instead of really understanding who you are. Mm-hmm. It's not just about like learning stories and saying, Oh God is this because I learned that. No, it's about understanding. Right. I agree. I feel like the church shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter whether you celebrate Christmas or not. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you leave, let's just say um, our church doesn't celebrate Christmas, right? Other churches have the tree 
on the altar, which I, I don't agree with. But yeah. but let's just say let's just say you go to another church, something happens, and you have to move churches, and um, and uh, you go to this church and it has a the the tree. That doesn't mean you go home and make a tree in your house. You know what I mean? It's a it's 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 different. Your faith should be your faith because of what God has revealed to you. Right, and the word for that is Rema, right? That's going to become a reality in your life. Right, Back to what Danny was saying, I actually had a very difficult experience Well, in the previous church that I went to, right? Because we were searching for churches, right? Looking for the right doctrine, which gladly I, I found Ebenezer Alei who uh, practiced what I believed in. Right. So at this old church, right, we were going there for about five months, Um you know, we were seeing some red flags here and there, you know. They were okay with Halloween, but they didn't tell us initially. They kind of just like, oh, yeah, guys, we, we do Halloween here, and we do Christmas here. And then that was when my family left, and I stayed behind, right? Because I was serving, and I was playing trombone, and I was the only one, so <laughs> it was right. kind of big, big deal. Oh, you're the only trombone player. Stay. Right. Um, and then that's when I realized, like, what what is being fed to the, the the sheep here? So I got into a not an argument, but a discussion with the pastor there. Um, God bless him. Um, I got into a discussion, and uh, he told me he's like, I was explaining as to why I don't celebrate Christmas. I was like, it doesn't say it in the Bible, and he's like, check it. It says it. And that's when I realized, like, oh, you just think I'm just a, like a young kid who doesn't understand things, who doesn't read his Bible. Right. But no, it does not say the 25th. I didn't even respond. I left. Got rid of it. But I think the, the, the I guess the moral of the story there is just because someone says something, don't believe it, you know? And I'm pretty sure that's what, um, not, I don't, no, no, no bad talking about this church, but that's what they see because when the pastor tells them it says it in the Bible, doesn't mean exactly it's exactly what it says in the Bible. Like, you get what I'm saying, Eric? Yeah, I, 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 I agree perfect with you. I agree, with, like you said, not bashing any other church or anything, but you're right. But like I said, listen, this is why this happens. Just so we understand, why do other churches uh, 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 celebrate Christmas? Maybe they haven't hasn't revealed to them. Exactly. So. He hasn't revealed it to them. Some, there's some churches that don't even wear veils. Yeah. And they go, why? Why? What's the big deal? But that's not the problem. The problem is that maybe the spirit hasn't been revealed to them. That, that happens. So look, we're reaching 30 minutes, and I want to I wanna give it a, 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 a finish with this. I just want to tell you guys this. How do we deal with Christmas? You deal with it with no shame. You deal with it knowing that the way you're doing is you're keeping yourself away from pagan stuff. You're keeping yourself holy. And there's a and there's a way to get there. And now, uh, just so we can touch on, on it before we leave and before we, we're done with this, and we say, uh, Danny, but nostalgia and everything. Keep in mind that the word, the word nostalgia it means that the sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past. And if you guys noted that every single person that went back and was wishing for the past, God God didn't like it. For example, when Moses when Moses took um took everybody out of uh, uh, Egypt. He he was um, he was taking forever to come. Uh, he was uh, he was taking. He, he, the people were hungry. The people were, were hungry in, the, in this in this, what's it called in, in Israel, right? And they were getting together and they were saying, "Oh man, I remember in Egypt. I used to eat cucumbers for free. Oh, I remember watermelon. I promise that that's what they said. That's what they said. They're like, 
remembering what they had in their in their in their past. So then, you know what they asked for at the end? I want some meat. And you might say, Danny, they want some carne, dog. They want some tacos. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, no. God was feeding them holy bread. And they thought that wasn't good enough, so they wanted their flesh. They wanted meat. They wanted what they had before, where God took them out from. Sorry, sorry. To add on to that, uh, there's also the example of Lot and his wife. His I wife agree. turned back. She, 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 she looked, looked back on the world. Yeah, she looked back on the world. And what did she turn into? She salt. 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 She turned into salt. She disintegrated. Gone. Yeah. God. Statue of soap. I, I I agree, and 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 to the people that are listening to us today, and uh, we wanna we wanna tell you guys to um, that this is only something as a reference. Please don't be like, oh, Danny told me this. No, no, you look for yourself. Go home, read the Bible, read what this is true, what is not true, what you like, what you don't like, and remember, remember this: that everything that you need to have and you need to believe it has to be revealed to you first. So, guys, um. This is the end of our episode, and um, I wanna I wanna tell you guys that um, share our our podcast in your in your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you have, and follow our page at Redeem LA. It's called uh, yeah, at Redeem LA, and you know, give us a like. Here's out. We're also gonna come up with another program called Take Two. It's gonna be Take Two, strengthening what is it? Strengthening your your faith two minutes at a time. All right, guys. Hopefully, you guys. Uh, are blessed. Take care. God bless.